talking already? No, oh, yeah. How do I know when you started? I started five minutes ago. Disclaimer. No real names are used in the filming of this podcast. No students or teachers were harmed either. Although a few brain cells might be lost in the filming process. This is your host, Bates, and welcome to Quarantining, a podcast where I get teachers drunk and talk about teaching during quarantine. Today we have Mr. Ott with us. Mr. Ott, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. It's a nice Friday night. We got some good beer. Absolutely. Killing the game. How is your teaching going so far? That's a good question, isn't it? Fuck. It's, <laughs> it's, um, it's going, I mean, like better than you would think teaching, you know, bands online. However, um, there's bumps in the road. So Always. you're the first like arts teacher I've had on. How is that going for you? How are the arts happening during quarantine? So, I mean, we're supposed to be quote unquote treating it as if we're in person, if that makes sense. Like my kids still have instruments. Well, you know, about 15% of them have instruments that are beginners. <laughs> um, but my continuing kids were still playing instruments and just like, I'm pretty sure in chorus, like the kids are still singing. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be treating it as if we're in person. What? So being in bands, I mean, the hardest thing so far has just been like getting my beginners to make their first sounds, putting the instruments together, you know, mm -hmm. I have a shit ton of percussionists because everybody just wants to play the drums, you know? So there's a lot of parts. A lot of stands, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm trying to look on this tiny little webcam and be like, all right, no, you got to grab, no, that, no, no, that part, oh, my God. And then, like, the mom comes in, they're like, wait, so you mean uh, this part? I'm like, no, 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 the complete opposite of that. And then, like, everybody's trying to, you know, it's just a mess. <laughs> but, like, you have those small successes where right. I get, like, a trumpet player to buzz on the mouthpiece and they sound good. And you're like. And, like, their face lights up. You know what I mean? And then, like, my continuing kids, yeah, we can't all play at the same time because it's just absolute mass chaos. You know what I mean? And one day, oh, my God, I was like, all right, let's all unmute. Let's just, like, just for the hell of it, let's unmute and play. <laughs> absolute disaster. It sounded it sounded like a, a truck horn mixed with, like, a anything bad you can think of. Honestly. <laughs> just, like, the Cause, worst cacophony. Because, like, you got, like, kid one with their internet. Kids two oh, with no, their internet, the so everybody's lagging at different mm. rates, and then you got me that's like, all right, why, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and they're getting that lag, exactly. so they're five feet behind. Exactly. So it's just, I was like, all right, let's all just stay muted, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> just stay muted. Yeah, because so we, I play, they play, so they hear me because they're muted, and then I call on individuals. That's how I do wow. my assessment. Yeah. Okay. And um, it's worked. It's actually worked really well. Because my kids are still playing. Right. And if they need something, they let me know. And, like, I hear them all play. And, like, I give individual sets and we move on. You know what I mean? That's a... Wow. Yeah. But a lot like, of one-on-one. -on -one. It's a lot of one-on-one. -on -one, yeah. Which is good. Because everybody struggles with their own thing. Right. I actually, it's kind of funny. <laughs> I did an experiment where I was like, all right, let's just see how everybody's lag is. So I was like, when you hear the click of my sticks, nod your head. I went... And it was like... With all the kids, like, <laughs> like nodding their head. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right, we're never doing that again. So fuck that experiment. Yeah, no. <laughs> Tell me about your quarantine. How did that happen for you? So I was quarantined, thankfully, with my fiance. I was in a different city than where I normally am. So it was, you know, nice change of scenery. Mm -hmm. But like, I just, my kids weren't doing anything, you know? It was, because it was all of a sudden, we had no time to plan. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, it's like, hey, we're remote now. And like teaching band, I was like, well, what the hell am I going to do? Right. So I was like, 
the only thing I could think of is like submit recordings to me. Did your so, kids have instruments? They did. Okay. All of them had instruments, except for the, you know, the dumb shits that were like, hey, we're going to come back. And I was like, no, bring your instruments home because Monday we might not be coming back. So tell me about that. How long did you think quarantine was going to go? Oh, I had no idea. I was I was thinking a couple of months. When did your county call like the the to go home to was, stay they had stay at home order? It was like March sixteenth. Okay. It was like the middle of March. Okay. So a lot of my kids listened to me mm-hmm. and they were like, Yeah, we don't know if we're gonna be coming back. But other kids were like, nah, you know, like I'm not gonna take that crap home. And then they were stuck without an instrument. So they couldn't do anything for me. Okay. You know? And I would say five kids total between sixth, seventh, and eighth grade submitted videos to me. Wow. Between five and ten. I called every single family and they were just like, we don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So like they couldn't it was just an adjustment. And also like, you know, we weren't doing grades the fourth quarter. We didn't do any final grade. What? Yeah. So it was the kids had no incentive to actually do their work. There right. was no motivation or anything. Right. Um, it was literally just like the, the goody two shoes that were like, okay, yeah, I'll play my instrument for Mr. Ott. Like, you know, <laughs> so yeah. And, and the entire time I was just like, all right, it's a Monday morning time to do nothing. I logged on to our virtual learning platform and you know, I'd be like, all right, it's Monday morning. Zero of my kids have done anything and mm-hmm. I would update all of my assignments. Mm-hmm. I would change the due dates to the Friday of that week. And be like, let's hope that the kids do something. So how did you take being a middle school band director? How did you put that online? And what guidance were you given? Okay, so I wasn't really given any guidance. It was just kind of <laughs> like, do your best. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, we're doing this now. Right. Figure it out. And, you know, but like, I have so many good resources, so many good friends that were like, yeah, these are some ideas. We would have meetings. Be like, yeah, let's try this. Let's try that. Um, a lot of failure. Just as like, okay, that didn't work. Well. <laughs> but the things that did. Yeah. But like, Keeping it simple. Like I said, the main thing I would do, the only thing I would do, post assignments of like, submit me a recording of playing number whatever from your mm-hmm. book. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was it. No no writing, none of that. I just wanted them playing still. Because like, I didn't want them to lose their chops. You right. Know? So that was really it. It and wasn't... To the non-music person, why is continuing to play so important? Because if you go a certain amount of time, especially, I mean, starting in March, and then we went throughout the summer without seeing each other in person. I mean, like, if you don't play, even if you're a professional musician, if you don't play for a month, especially upwards of five, six months, Mm -hmm. you could lose a shit ton of progress. Wow. I mean, like, your range could be completely changed. Your tone will be stuffy. I remember, me, myself, I took time off of the instrument one month. And I sounded like crap when I put when I put the horn to my face. Wow. And it okay. took me I three to four weeks to get back up to, to where I was. Yeah. Goodness. So like imagine that if you've only been playing for not even a year, you'd forget everything. Right. You know, like my seventh graders now, they don't remember certain notes, they don't remember fingerings, and I'm just like, man, I'm having to start over. But there are some kids that did what they were supposed to do. And so they've kept it going. Exactly. So they're fine. So back in the spring, how long have you been teaching? Not even a full year. 
Wow. It was like a, a year and some change. So I call myself an infant teacher constantly. Um, then I'm like an embryo teacher? A, a literal <laughs> sperm cell. <laughs> Literally like haven't reached the egg. Like, haven't even <laughs> haven't even fertilized. Oh, Just... This podcast is getting weird now. <laughs> <laughs> because like there, there's nothing that you knew how to do initially. Like you've never had a normal May as a teacher. You've yes. never had a normal spring. Correct. You've. So, like, how did – did you have any support to move your shit online from the county? From the county? I mean, like, not really. It was more of, like, my coworkers mm-hmm. and, like, my friends that are also teachers that have helped me out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like I said, we had, like, other directors. We had meetings, and we were giving each other ideas and, like, what's working, what's not working. But the biggest thing, we had trips planned. <laughs> and it's just so frustrating because, like, we had – our winter concert in December. And that was great. A lot of people came. Parents were really supportive. The kids had a blast, you know? And we were going to go on a spring trip Mm -hmm. and we were going to have our spring concert at the school, but like it all got canceled, you know? So like my eighth graders that year, they didn't get the end of their year. And like, I know everybody's had that, especially like seniors. Like, they lost their prom, they lost graduation in person, they just, they lost a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, that was, that was really upsetting for me, because there were a lot of experiences that I missed out on as a first year teacher that I now, as a second year teacher, don't have that experience. So, like, when it comes to that time, it's going to be like, oh, you know, I have the, the first year teacher shakes, because, like, I haven't done that yet. Right. You know, I haven't taken my kids to a specific location for performance. Mm-hmm. I've only done it on campus. Right. So that, I'm going to be nervous for that. Instead of being like, oh, I did this last year. It's fine. So that's frustrating. But other than that, you know, the kids that were participating mm-hmm. on the on, during the online environment were fine. The other ones, they couldn't give a shit. How have you been able to restart this school year? Because it continued to be virtual. So how did you get that participation? And is there any change in your participation from the spring to the fall? Well, I mean, like, I've still had students that literally I have not seen at Mm -hmm. all this year. They just have not logged into my class. But my continuing kids, I love them so much. They have been doing so great, and they have positive attitudes. They get frustrated because they want to make music together. You know, that's the thing that's so upsetting. They want to make music together, but they just can't right now. Mm -hmm. So we're doing our best. Um... But my beginners, they, I feel so bad because like they join band because they want to make music, you know, they want to play, they want to do this, they want to do that. So when I'm like, all right, we're going to learn how to clap rhythms. We're going to know how to clap and count rhythms. We're going to like, we do that normally, Mm -hmm. but we're doing that while we're learning how to buzz, while we're learning how to make our first sounds, while we're learning how to put the things together. Mm -hmm. But that's out right now because... For example, I have a class of 22 kids. Four of them have instruments. Wow. What do you do with that? Right. I can't teach four students while the other, what, 18 do nothing? Absolutely not. So I do majority of my class of like general music stuff. And then I'm like, all right, for those of you that oh. don't have an instrument, log off. For those of you that do, let's start putting it together. How much time do you devote to either? It's different every day. Mm-hmm. It depends upon how long it takes for this, how long it takes for that. Like, normally, I'm, when you're... Right? Okay, let me start with this. Virtually, it's supposed to be 30 minutes of synchronous, 20 minutes of asynchronous. 
Regardless of if you're an arts or a yes, core. Yes, no matter what. Wow. But you're technically you're allowed to go into that asynchronous time. So when we're like before any of the kids had instruments, yeah, 30 minutes, go do this, go do this assignment, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But now that they have instruments, I'm like, I don't have enough time to teach my kids without instruments this, to keep to teach my kids with instruments that. So right. I'm like, all right, we're going to start bleeding into our asynchronous time because you guys need to learn how to put this together and start making your first sounds, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't have a specific schedule. And I'm a very organized, oh, no. very like... By like, we're going to do this at this time. We're going to do this at that time. But that is completely gone with this online stuff. So I'm like, all right, at this time, you guys leave. And then we're going to see how this goes. And I tell my kids all the time, this is a learning experience for me too. I've never taught online before. So it's like, we're going to make it work. Like you guys, like they're great. They are so patient because they know. they get Right, it, right. Know? The kids are trying too. So, so when I'm like, find this part, they're like, Mr. Ott. I don't know what that is. And I'm like, find the part that looks like this. And they're like, is it this one? I'm like, nope, try again. Is it this one? Sorry, kid, not that one either. You're going to find it eventually. Mm -hmm. It takes so much longer. Just to do basic activities. Yeah, so like my percussion kids, for example, finding the right, like just the base of their stand Mm -hmm. for, for like snare drum, for bell kit, whatever it is, find the base. Find the one with three legs that has a rod <laughs> sticking out of it and has two little twisty things on it. Find that. And they hold up like the snare drum. And I'm like, no, good try, but no. Like, I'm just kidding. They don't actually hold up the snare drum. But they hold up like something that really isn't the bass. And I'm like, come on, kid. That's not what I said at all. Like, it's just a metal rod. And I'm like, dude, does that thing have three legs? Or like, oh, oh, no. And I'm like... Then find the thing with three legs. Like, come on. I'm not speaking German or a gibberish here, you know? So that's been frustrating. Because, like, something that should take five minutes has taken me 25 minutes. Right. Oh, that's... And that drives me crazy. Absolutely. Because, like, I'm a very... Like, when I teach, I'm fast. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you better keep up. And this online thing has... That's the thing. Having to be slow. And like, cause I'm, I'm hyper. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of energy, especially when I teach, but like this whole thing of like, all right, find this. I'll give you 30 seconds to do that. And I'm just like, you got to give them 90 now. Right. And I'm just like, Hey, uh, Hey mom, like, you know, the moms are always there. They come in, they're like, uh, Mr. I, we don't know what you're, what you're looking for. And I'm like, okay, okay. I already explained it once. I'm going to explain it one more time. This is the part I describe it. And they're like, is it this one? I'm like, no, it's not. So it takes me upwards of five minutes, something that should take like 30 seconds. But think about that. Think how much time I lose. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, but it's all worth it when they find the part, mm-hmm. when they do it successfully, right. when they are able to do it right. It's almost better because it's like more hard earned. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's so, by the end of like beginning classes, I'm like sweating. And I'm just like, I have to decompress after every single class because mm-hmm. I'm just like, God, like, please. Like, I want the kids in front of me, but at the same time, like, I don't want to fucking die. You know? like, <laughs> but like, No, that's truth, though. That's the thing. It's like when you're trying to show a student how to put an instrument together, it's very personal. No, let me, your arm has to be here. Mm-hmm. This part has to go here. 
Oh, yeah. You have to show them step by step. Especially with the interns, because I'm sure there's like a, a exactly. degree of like pressure. Exactly. And if you go too hard, you're going to break the instrument. Exactly. I had, <clears throat> a parent, I had a parent send me an email like, hey, uh, my kid's trumpet showed up today. It was open upside down. All the pieces were falling out. Everything was everywhere. And I was like... Exactly. They didn't. They literally just. They. Oh no. They and I told the parents. I was like, do not, do not Lose let your kid or yourself open the case without me showing you how to do it first. Please. And of God. course, this person was like, trumpet came in today, and it's the case is upside down. The trumpet is laying on its valves. Oh. Everything no. is like falling out of the case, and literally, I emailed them back, and I was so short. I was like. I'm very excited for you that your instrument is here. Do not open it without my instruction. Yeah. I was like, the picture you sent me, it's upside down. That can cause damage to the instrument. Send. Didn't respond. I hope I got my point across. But that's come right. on. Because I'm going to go to show you how to play the thing. It's not going to work. You know? Yeah. It's That's the thing. The parents during this environment, they're clueless. Okay. That is key because the parents, but the parents are clueless about when they're in front of us anyway. Like, think about it. A parent is never in the same room as us as we teach, even when it's a normal schooling environment. Mm -hmm. So whatever we transfer online is going to be like foreign to them because they've never seen it. It drives me absolutely nuts. This is tying into the clueless parents thing. When they come on screen and they're like, no, 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 you have to do it this way. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, oh no, you do not know what you're doing either. And they try to explain it to them incorrectly. And I'm like, stop. Are you, do you have, the, no. Do you have a degree? No. Do you know what you're doing? Where Fucking the fuck, no. Where the like, fuck is your degree is exactly. my question. And I'm like, you're sitting on your ass trying to tell your kid what I'm telling them what to, no. And That's I not how it. this works. I, I Exactly. I get parents, it. Yes. I don't have a kid. Neither one of us have children. Fuck no. Dear God. And so we don't get it. However, we both have degrees in education. We know what we're doing. Well, for that's the most true. part. Okay, you know what? <laughs> we know what we're doing enough. Mr. Ott, I have to ask you the question that, well, is the fucking point of this podcast. What is your best quarantine teaching story? There's and before you give it, we do have to take a shot. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, cheers. Cheers. Ugh. I say this every fucking episode. Mm. Patron, please fucking sponsor me. I can stop drinking Margaritaville. Margaritaville needs to fucking die in a hole. There's one story that sticks out. And I have a, a, a seventh grader that's... I don't even know how to describe it. Just to give you a preface. This is the kind of student whose grandfather sends me pictures of them on Facebook. Like, the grandfather sends me pictures of their granddaughter, who is my student, on Facebook. So, okay? like, big involved. The grandfather is, like, I guess, like, a conductor of some sort of orchestra mm -hmm. or, or band or something. And their daughter, I'm sorry, their granddaughter happens to be one of my students. Mm -hmm. This person, this student, is a woodwind mm -hmm. player, okay? And, you know, we're just going through our breathing exercises. And after we do our breathing, we do our long tones. And yes, it is a lot of breathing. Yes, it is a lot of effort because you have to be able to put that air into the instrument. This person flat out passes the fuck out on a camera. Oh, my God. It was 
a lot of things went through my brain. I was like, the first thing was, did that person just pass out? Oh like, God. did that person actually just fucking fall over? And the second thing was, what do I do? Oh my God. You know, like dead ass. Like, who do I contact? What do I like? Okay, so let me just give you the rundown. We're doing our long tones. You know, off, in for four, out for 16. Here we go. Out. We're going for 16. And this person I just see in the corner of my eye, because I'm looking at the whole thing, and I see in the corner of my eye, this person, the instrument goes down. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Why are they not playing? They have a keyboard next to them. Their elbow hits the keyboard, and their mic is on. This is before I started doing muted stuff. So I hear, cling, and then they just fell. And their feet are up in the air because they're they're laying like back on the floor and their feet are just sticking up and I'm like this isn't real and I'm like holy shit and they're just laying there their feet are up in there and I was like guys stop I was like wait I was like are you okay no response I was like oh my god this person just fucking died on camera like, you fucking no kid died on camera anyway, yeah so I'm like are you okay and all of a sudden I hear I'm good I'm good I see a thumbs up I'm like I'm good I'm like holy shit this person gets up and they're like, whoa. And they sit down on the stool or whatever they were sitting on. And I was like, okay, stop. I was like, everybody just stop. I was like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, no, you just passed the fuck out. I was like, do you need to get some water? Do you need to go take a break? Take a walk? Do something that isn't passing out on camera. Get the and fuck they were off like, the frame. Exactly. Like, go take care of yourself. And they're like, no, I'm fine. That's terrifying. It was. I don't It was like scary. That. And, you know, Grandpa was like, well, thank you for going above and beyond. But, like, you know, we'll keep you in touch. And then they said it was dehydration. I was like. Is oh, it? Okay. Or did like, she just forget to breathe for 16 counts? I don't fucking know. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I don't want to know. All I know is never do that shit at me again. <laughs> never go expressionless and pass out and put your feet in the camera. Damn it, Mike. Damn it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> This has been Quarantine with your host Bates and Mr. Oz. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, be it Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Anchor, or Spotify. And as always, cheers. Giggles. <laughs> cheers, giggles. <laughs>